Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 124 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Yes, this is the 124th iteration of this fine audio-visual experience to blow your mind and your eyeballs. Uh, tonight, there was a, a Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase. We have another Switch hardware rumor. Uh, Cesar's Game of the Year, I guess, was officially <laughs> was officially confirmed <laughs> to be called Black Ops Cold War, and uh, there's some more details about it. We have a new Wonder Boy title that's been announced, along with a Suicide Squad game, a Gotham Knights game. We have your September PlayStation Plus titles, and Oculus completes the Binding Quest to Facebook. I'm Richard Bergman, joined... Yep, that came to me. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by... Brent McKee, B. McKee too. What's up? Wait, are you just B. McKee? It's Cesar that's got the two at the end. <laughs> he's got the two. Hey, he's just B. McKee. I the am, one and only. I'm 2.0. Uh, the, the first one. And one only. The first uh, one. The first junior didn't make it. You were the... Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if we should laugh at that. Uh, that was Cesar Concepcion, the uh, the second uh, CMC2. That's why I clarified and put Junior at the end of that. That's why I, I, I was stuttering on that one because I was like, I walked into it, but I had to finish the fight. So yeah, he's in there making us question his lineage and potential siblings. I don't know. I don't know where that went. I would. I was talking about I'm a clone or Android, but there we go. I guess I have a weird twin brother somewhere. I guess that you just did you destroy them like Metal Gear style? Yes, brother. I just got to find the solidest version of him. He's probably a president somewhere. <laughs> Is it the current one? <laughs> <laughs> That's your brother, the solidest? <laughs> the dates match up? Yeah, hey. Terrible Infant. Was that a, La Terrible Infant? Infant. La Infant Terrible. Mm-hmm. Why did take French? I didn't take French either. I just played a lot of Metal Gear. <laughs> I've heard it both ways either way, so. I'm sure, uh, you know, they, they edited that Metal Gear lore. There's some loopholes in there. I'm sure they, I'm sure there was some changes over the years. Oh, All yeah, right, man. Is. Have you played what? Metal Gear Survive? There's a whole bunch of loopholes in there. No, I've never uh, played Metal oh. Gear Survive. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Who's played Metal Gear Survive? I still have a sealed copy and i think it's like five bucks on the playstation store and i still like i'm not gonna buy it <laughs> even for five dollars i'm like Rrr. i thought it's been free haven't they given us I, I, might, I might play for ps if the ps plus but i'm sure everybody be shitting on it on twitter that'd be like the worst thing they can do yeah that'd be pretty harsh mm-hmm. somebody gave us Bomberman. i guess it's konami gave us Bomberman, so it's not it was, uh, xbox remember that yeah, was right right so it's not out of the realm of possibility. All right, let's dive into. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to just start with Black Ops since you're just uh, going nuts about some some uh, Black Ops Cold War, Cesar? Yeah. Okay. Let's hey. start with it. Tell me about it. This is uh, this is your time to shine. I mean, there's not much on it. I mean, because you're asking me about co-op, I didn't respond because I looked at when I looked at the PR release, it didn't it didn't really specify the modes. Gotcha. So outside of that, they um. They did a originally did like an official teaser, uh, which was a like a KGB defector where they kind of went through the whole Soviet Union process of how they were trying to infiltrate the United States. And this is stuff like actual events that happened and um, some old KGB stuff. And um, then we went to a live reveal, but I didn't watch the live reveal because I didn't go into war zone to do it. Yeah, 
was kind of cool. We need to touch on that. And you had to be like kind of like Fortnite's done. They've yeah. set the precedent with that, I guess. But you had to be playing in Warzone. And I had two coworkers on their lunch breaks who signed in to <laughs> to check out uh, the the live unveiling inside Warzone, and they said it was pretty cool. Yeah, I was laughing on Twitter because somebody was like, "Man, I got to download 400 gigabytes." I think they were exaggerating, but they were like, "Yeah, they were like, I'm not even gonna make it in time for this new thing." So they were like, "Uh, I was, I was like, yeah, I'll just wait till they put it on there." So they, they did a press release, and they, um, I mean, outside of that, it showed some images of uh, like Woods, Frank Woods, mm-hmm. and um, uh, I'm assuming Matrix in there, and this is a direct sequel to the original Black Ops that came out on uh, PS3 and 360. Um, this one takes place in the 80s, and it deals with a little bit more on the the arms race they had with the Soviet Union. This is then this is uh what they're going with as the story mode. Um, uh, other than that, I think they confirmed that was it. Um, Warzone's coming over, right? I think that's what they were saying. Yeah. Uh, they didn't go into detail outside of that zombies would return. Uh, outside of that, they didn't go into much uh, detail about the game. I guess we'll get more as it comes through. Outside of the 85 fucking ridiculous versions they have, like every yep. other Ubisoft game. So. Yep. So you have it where you could buy a. PS4 physical copy, and that will work backwards compatible in the PS5, but it will also give you the upgrade to PS5 digitally. Then you have a PS5 physical copy, which would only work in PS5. Then you have an Xbox uh, copy, uh, which works on Xbox and Series X, but it's only backwards compatible on Series X. And I, I couldn't get clarity. I guess there's not going to be a optimized version for a Series X, a Series X optimized one. That's what it looks like, right? I don't see a if there's no skew for that, it looks like the Xbox One is just backwards compatible and works in both. It the seems Sony like one, the Sony one said it was going to be uh, 4K 120 frames per second, so I don't yeah. know. The, the PS5, that is. I know the, the Xbox One doesn't have that certified Series X on there. I don't know if they have that similar deal where they're going where Xbox has that deal with Yakuza where they're getting the, the upgrade first and Sony gets theirs next year. Right. That's what it seems like that's what's happening. So it seems like... Sony's getting that uh, dedicated PS5 optimized version first. That's what it seems like. And then uh, I guess it will come up later to Xbox. But it's like so many different fucking SKUs and it's very confusing. So, um, I, yeah, there it is. So I, I think, you know, you try to look into it. And on top of that, then fucking GameStop throws a $100 version out there. And we don't know what's in the $100 <laughs> version. It's like there's 80 different versions now. This, this cross-gen Yeah, bullshit, what is that GameStop one? I don't know, man. This cross-gen bullshit is what's going to really be weird for the next couple of years until we fully get uh, integrated into the next console. So this it sucks. Is, I'm not wild about is, it either. Oof. I'm glad Ubisoft had practice with it because they're, they're the masters of it now. Yeah. With their bullshit, like 85 different versions of what comes with gold, what comes with diamond or whatever the fuck they have on there. And, yep. you know, yeah. But, I mean, that's pretty much it. That's the whole uh, Black Ops uh, co-ordin angle. I'm hoping Amazon uh, does one of their pricing things. I locked in that Far Cry 6 uh, Gold Edition for PS5 for 69, I think it was. Mm-hmm. So, I got in the habit as soon as they list the product, I buy it, and then as it comes up, I open up the open orders as it starts coming up to the ship, and then I look at it and I'm like, all right, this regular price, I cancel. Yeah, but I always I always lock it in there because I think I end up getting my uh, Trails of Cold Steel 3 for the Switch. They fucked up and they price matched the. The PS4 version on accident. The game hadn't even come out yet, so I ended up getting yeah. that for like thirty-two dollars, and it was nice. I knew everywhere, so I was like, it doesn't hurt the lock-in in there. I usually just cancel it. Like I just canceled a whole bunch. I canceled Wasteland Three because I think they dropped it down to forty-nine. But I was like, I can wait. I, I can probably get that for thirty-nine, so I ended up canceling it. And it's but coming I mean, on Game Pass too, so you could try it out on Game Pass. Yeah, but uh, 
I'm sorry, man. I, I, all my other wastelands are on PlayStation. I'm just going to go that route. But, um, yeah, outside of that, I just that's how I usually roll on that. Right. So. The only one I did keep is Captain Tsubasa because I'm all about some anime soccer. I'm fucking excited about that game. God bless anime soccer. Brent, you got any uh, Call of Duty lore that you're looking to catch up on? You a fan of the series? Uh, I think the last time... I played a series. I'm trying to remember. I've got it over here. It was one of the launch titles I had for uh, PlayStation. Uh, and, oh, wow. I had I actually did buy Advanced Warfare, and I, th- I, must, have, I must have traded it or something. But I think I had, like, Call of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. Um, I've been wanting to, to get into Modern Call War. Of Duty Ghosts. Yeah. I've been wanting to get into... Um, Everybody bought Ghosts. The new Modern Warfare. Yeah. Um, just because I've heard so many good things and just haven't picked it up yet, and then now with with this game coming out, I might prioritize this. I'll eventually go back because the the price of of Modern Warfare is is probably going to drop uh, a decent amount price. because it's it's stayed it's stayed yeah. up. Um, but yes, price. <laughs> it's a really good campaign and I had fun with the multiplayer until, you know, something else came along a month or two later. I think we started moving at that point too, but yeah. The multiplayer was that, a lot all of the fun. patches. No, the problem is there's too many fucking games with too many multiplayers and yeah. that's, the, that's, that's the fucking problem. That too. Well, I missed the PS2 days where we had less choices and we enjoyed more stuff, but yeah. That's just my opinion. That's accurate. Yeah. But I'm I'm totally with Cesar. This this looks like just original black ops fun and it's it 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 looks it looks like it's going to be a beautiful game my brother's kind of a lapsed uh call of duty fan but when black ops when that name is thrown out there and he watched the trailer too and he's he's jonesing for this one it looks like it's up his alley yeah he loves that sticks and stones i don't i don't have any uh, multiplayer uh Love for that, but that single player campaign, God, I love that single player single player <laughs> campaign. I mean, you start off in fucking Cuba, man, and they're playing salsa on the car radio, and you're trying to fucking kill Fidel Castro. So it's like that's the first mission, <laughs> and it's like you. And then, no, I mean, I'm not gonna really go into spoilers because there's a lot more stuff down there. But you end up killing them, and then it turns out it's a body double. It's like you fucking killed a double. Like the real Fidel shows up, nice, and just uh, takes him out. And this then does. Uh, so this new game is a direct sequel to that one. You don't have to have played any of the other weird. Because well, I, I know none of them were. Uh, as well received as the first one, it seems. Yeah, the first one was uh, it jumped around different areas because it went, you also there's a mission you had to go to Vietnam. You're in Cuba. You did you did a lot of uh, CIA stuff, um, right. undercover stuff to help with the U.S. government. And there's even a callback. Like it all starts in World War II. Like Mason, he was in a sniper fight uh, with a Russian, and they're helping him out. And that was like a callback to World at War, like one of the levels in World at War. So they nice. call back to that game too. Was, dude, Black Ops is a fucking amazing game. I love that campaign. When you get to two, two gets weird because it it jumps into the future and then it does some stuff where it jumps back into the late '80s and you play as a Mason Sun and you trying to you, and it jumps around between different periods. It gets weird, but variety wise, it's pretty good because that's when you start getting the variety where they have like these uh, tower defense games you have in there. Mm-hmm. They added in there and these different play styles uh, they added in there. I think that might have been the first one they started adding the jetpacks before everybody's tired of the jetpacks. That was like the first one I think Black Ops Two, but um. Yeah, it's either here or there. I mean, Black Ops One still hands down my favorite campaign personally, awesome. but I, I'm I'm a history buff, and I, I just love the mixture of history they had on there. 
I've like never played fun. that one. I might have to give that campaign a shot. I'm kind of craving a shooter campaign. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I mean, you, there's a fucking mission. You go down the river in Vietnam, and it plays the Rolling Stones in the in the background. It's like it's light, nice callbacks to a lot of those films and that nice. era. It's, it's it's great. I got it to uh, talking with a coworker, and Cesar, I actually mentioned this with you, but a lot of console launches. I guess it's because of the October November time frame. But I've bought a lot of Call of Duties along with a console launch. When I was looking yep. back, I got I got the 360 day one with Call of Duty 2. That was before it was the big thing that it is now. Um, the Wii U, we got Call of Duty Black Ops 2 at launch. Like the next day, I met Cesar at Target, and we did like buy two, get one on that. Um, that's when Target was doing buy two, get one on every console launch. That was good times. And then I got Ghost along with everybody else on PS4 when it came out. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got past the first level. I just got to the where the earthquake was happening, running. Yeah, the house, it was like a was bunch like, of yeah. earth shifting. That's all I remember. <laughs> and, and then I got to the, I think the next level was in the jungle, and you had to crawl around and not get spotted. And I was like, yeah, fuck this, and I never came back to it. And I was like, yeah, I, it's still on my shelf. I mean, maybe one day I was like, uh, I'm gonna take this out. I'm gonna put in a real launch game like Knack or Killzone I, Shadowfall. The sad thing is, I actually beat Knack, so that one I actually beat. I beat Knack co-op uh, with the missus as well. Good experience. Uh, all right. That's everything we need to know. November 13th is your date. They're going to have more stuff come out. Uh, September, what was that? September 9th, I think. Multiplayer and zombies, you know, they'll have their big blowout on multiplayer. Uh, players on Xbox One should be able to play with players on PlayStation 5, and Series X should be able to play on PS4. So that's still going to be wide open. Yet the full reveal is November 9th. Uh, zombies is coming back. So we can give that a go. I don't know. This they're they're always a good test of like next gen hardware, and they always have smooth running engines, and it'll be fun. All right, there was a Nintendo Direct Mini today, right? That was this morning. Yeah, that was today. Shadow drop. This is not in order. No, um, it, it's Michael not at all. Very upset. But there was a uh, <laughs> there was only one game on there that mattered the most, and there was one when I had in my original Game Boy, and I played majority of my childhood. <laughs> Which you uh, uh, guess legend is it? <laughs> The first one where I kept, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, and I kept feeding my uh, main character meat, and I kept turning him to a zombie, and he died, and I was like, <laughs> I only get like three hours in there, I kept killing him, I didn't understand, like, it, that game was so fucking weird, man, but I just remember feeding him, like, some kind of meat you find that you kill from a villain, and it would change you to, uh, like, a fucking zombie, and I was like, he was a zombie in my team for the rest of the time, and I, like, I never understood, but I played the shit out of that game, so... Cesar was, of course, mentioning Collection of Saga, Final Fantasy Legend, originally released on Game Boy System. The first three titles in the Saga series, which are Final Fantasy Legend 1, 2, and 3, are coming to Switch in one collection. Navigate through fantasy worlds as you fight monsters, customize your characters, explore towns, dungeons, and more. A high-speed mode and other helpful features have been added while retaining the appeal of the original titles. It's 20 bucks, and it's digital only, I saw. And it is not one of the great remastering people doing this. So we'll just have to see what kind of quality it, it breaks down to. It's not M2 or anybody. It looks like they use like that template they did in like uh, for the Neo Geo Pocket Color games where you get a majority of that screen covered off and the buttons on the on the face. That's it what it looks like. It doesn't look great, but maybe there's going to be some other options. Uh, some other highlights. Uh, there's a date for Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, along with some gameplay of that. Did that strike anybody? Uh, I still haven't got past Birth by Sleep. <laughs> So no, I still, have to be, I still have to beat the game two, uh, two more times. Brent, I uh, know, needs spoilers for Kingdom Hearts 3. One day I will get there. Uh, 
Because I've beaten yeah. I've beaten one and two a couple years. Uh, like, well, it's almost been two years now since I went back and yep. played those on PS4. Yeah, and I, I remember playing through them. Yep. And then I stopped that Birth by Sleep when I had to do that two more times, and I still it's still my thing. I'm like, ah, one day, <laughs> one day I'll be there. Um, yeah, I'm the same. I'm not. I know they're gonna do that uh, tie-in bullshit. I remember. I think it was the first episode I was on. Richard, we talked about it because that's when it was revealed. And I talked about how this is how the, the this is their gotcha mechanic is is the tie into the story. Other than that, I I'm not crazy about the gameplay. I know they said that there's a didn't they say there's a um, yeah extra local chapters. and yeah there's well there's extra chapters and there's additional and local multiplayer battle modes uh, new and exclusive to the Nintendo Switch. The eight so, mode, I think so yeah. But I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think the only thing they're trying to pull in the fans is that that extra chapter. I guess what Car- Kari is what it looks like. I guess that takes yeah. place after Kingdom Hearts three. How yeah. long that chapter upset. is? They finally yeah. get to play as Kyrie, and it's in this game. <laughs> the fandom was upset. Well, I mean, they still have that. That remember that little uh, splash screen? They still have two more Kingdom Hearts games they haven't announced that are still playing. Yeah. So. Can't wait. Uh, available today, World of Tanks Blitz. It's Yay. World of Tanks on the go. Players who log <laughs> in <laughs> between now and September 9th can s- collect a special free gift from the in-game shop that includes a T2 medium tank. It sounds like we're ordering a shirt. Three days of premium account access, 1,000 gold in-game currency, and exclusive avatar. Cesar, my, go ahead my- and sign it. My favorite bit was the whole thing when they were showing and playing on the TV. Like that was the first time that game was ever playable on TV before. And I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, this shit's on PS4 and Xbox. I'm like, they were selling that hard, like and play on the go, play on the TV, and they're like, show a doc in there, and they're like, no, you can play doing both. I was like, I'm shocked. I was like, I never even. You can look at my download history for PS4 and Xbox. I didn't even download that shit. I don't even download the Navy ships one either, whatever the fuck that thing is. So I, this is apparently a, a huge phenomenon, World of Tanks, because I have people they'll figure out that I like games, and they're like. So you play games, huh? You play World of Tanks? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> That's like the end. Like, I guess it used to be like World of Warcraft or something, but now they're like, I heard you like video games. You play World of Tanks? <laughs> it's just no, like, no. You expect you expected Stewie Coden. That's what you expected. Yes. <laughs> but you heard right. world, of, world of Tanks, and it's like, I can't even carry a conversation World of Tanks. It's like, Stewie Coden, I got you on the first two, but... yeah. I hear you like games. Rank the 2D Mario platformers. That's what I'm ready to discuss. <laughs> Not World of Tanks. <laughs> Fucking uh, pass out punch out style. Like, woo. You asked me a question that's relevant to me. World of Tanks. Uh, Just Dance 2021 was announced. Uh, okay. Not a Wii version. I think that's the biggest news. Yeah. Oh, here's fucking Dance Monkey nonstop. It's still in my head. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris Dose. The second of the Puyo Puyo Tetris line. Comes out uh, December 8th. That was a launch title and a big hit, and one I put many hours into. And they confirmed that to like everything. I think it's yeah. coming PS5, Series X, Xbox One, PS4. Nothing PC. like some uh, Puyo gel things in 4K. Wonder Swan, Wonder Swan Color. <laughs> it's coming to Wonder Swan <laughs> Color. Uh, Taiko New Tatsujin Rhythmic Adventure Pack. I'm brings, interested in this. Yes, brings RPG mechanics to everyone's favorite drumming game. That is fucking awesome because those are ports of the 3DS ones we never got over here. Very cool. That looks good. Uh, Big Rumble Boxing Creed Champions. This was like a uh, boxing game in the 
I, I, heard, I, was, I saw Ready to Rumble. I was like, yeah, Ready to Rumble. And then yeah. I looked at it again. It's like, this is not Ready to Rumble. I was like, no. nope. And it looks janky. The, the it doesn't look style. It doesn't look yeah, it doesn't look polished the way the characters are hitting each other. They look yeah. weirdly animated. And it uh, something doesn't look right. I'm Nick. craving a new boxing game. We haven't had a fight night in so long. Like, there was one this gen, I think. And it's super expensive to find, if I remember right. So I'm looking at it, and I'm like, hell yeah, it's a boxing game. It's a different perspective. It's kind of like a side-by-side view, and it just doesn't it doesn't look right like Brent said. It's janky, man. Something's just off. Well, I mean, they did come back and say it's coming out next year, so hopefully maybe they'll yeah. put some polish This was an early there. look. Uh, Jump Force Deluxe Edition, because uh, Jump Force Regular was not, was not good enough. The Deluxe Edition includes Character Pass 1, and it punches its way to Nintendo Switch on August 28th. This all comes from their uh, PR blast, by the way, as it sounds. There's your Captain Tsubasa, August 28th, Cesar, for your anime soccer needs. <laughs> uh, Minecraft <laughs> Dungeon. <laughs> that's all I need is to summon an eagle as I uh, kick a goal. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> that's the only way I play soccer game. Yeah, but your, your team has been down and out for three episodes. They don't know how they're going to come back. Yeah, they're against the ropes. That secret eagle they, attack they've been holding in the fucking all in the cards the whole time. So like, I guess I have to use my secret super eagle kick. <laughs> and everybody just pauses and watches it happen, and everybody tries to stop the ball at all. It just like it's unstoppable. God either bless, that or God bless either, sports anime. Either that or it's all in your head. People are just looking at you, and you're going, yep. "Go on, go on!" They're like, "What the hell is he doing?" Yep. Look. I, I literally, and I don't want to derail too far because we're moving pretty quickly, but I, I literally got lost into a thread on anime people, people who hate fucking sports in real life but love sports anime. Like, they, there's some people who are dedicated baseball anime fans. They're, like, going through different series and talking about how much they love baseball anime, but, like, nice. they, can't, they can't watch baseball for shit, so, or for stuff, excuse me. <laughs> hey, you, uh, I mean, if you take away the moment-to-moment balls and strikes and strategy and all that and you just explore the stories that come out of that, that's... There's nothing wrong with that. Sports brings us a lot of stories. Uh, speaking of sports stories, Minecraft Dungeons DLC. It's always interesting when you all saw this like splash up on the screen and it says from Xbox Game Studios, and it's just kind of it's kind of yeah. one of those things like, all right, here we are now. This is just this is just normal now. It's, it's what we experience. All right, so this looked like a kind of a snow Arctic um, add-on. The full version of the game is required to use the DLC, which is sold separately. Then we Damn got it. a long look at. I was just hoping user. to just use a DLC. What? I was just hoping to use a DLC, no game. Hey, it happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, we got a long look at Fuser, which did not translate well in an event. I don't think. No. She was like, "Hey, look, your friends are liking this track. This Most is a of it was emoji base. It's like, yeah, yes. use emojis like you do in real life. I'm like, ah, I don't even do that now. I'm like, uh. I did. Uh, I did. I did screen capture that the young lady that was presenting it from harmonics and sent it to Cesar. I was like, I want to hang out with this girl. She had like nonstop records behind her and a turntable and headphones and all kinds of stuff. I was like, yes, let's go and let's dive into some music. And she Richard had a great went, looking collection. Richard just want to jump out in front of the camera and be like, where it's at. I got two turntables and a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm glad you're here. I know you want to learn more about Fuser. I'm like, nope, let's just spin some records. <laughs> let's play some back. Let's go. All right, that was it. That was the uh, Nintendo Mini. Uh, I thought it was pretty strong. You skipped over uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered. Oh, there we go. There we are. That's still happening. So who's buying this? I know Cesar's getting it, so we can at least play along with Cesar then. (laughs) I have a... Oh, wait. 
isn't there no co-op or no? We can play online. We download the oh, free it's... version. Yeah, I, ha- I have the full version. So if that's you only need one version, of the full version, and everybody has a free one, I think is that how go. it's working? Yep. But so you get to play. You get to play with twenty-eight dungeons or something like that, and you only need to beat thirteen of them to beat the game. So we yeah. can beat it with the free version if y'all want to stream that yeah. one. I think it'd be a good time. So what, what's funny is uh, I looked at it and I and I pre-ordered this on Amazon Japan because we weren't getting a physical copy, mm-hmm. and so I pre-ordered it last year. I think it was September tenth last year, before they pushed it back a whole bunch of times. I think um, Square was trying to lock it down because they knew physical copies were coming in English out of Japan. So now it won't ship to the United States, but I got in there before they did the block to the United States. Nice. So, yeah. So I, I was like, I was like, hopefully this ships. It should ship tomorrow. So good save. I'll have, have a copy on PS4 and Switch. So whichever one y'all want to do, whatever. I think you can cross platform even with cell phones. So just oh, choose wow. y'all's uh, weapon of choice. You just got to download the free client. Are you going to? Because I'm thinking how we'll like host that and stream that. Can you? Can you pull up? Um, what is it? Remote play? Can you share screen remote play and then we just we broadcast that one? We can iron out the logistics. Cuz we just need one screen shown really cuz that you're all yeah. together, right? Basically. Yeah. So, I think we can pull it off. All right. Uh was there any update on that? Just August 27th. It's out tomorrow, right? Or today as this podcast goes up. Yeah, I think the yeah. my my version ships on Friday, so I'll probably get it early September. That's what their estimated was, but it's probably <laughs> right the next day. So, I did skip Crystal Chronicles. Good catch, Brant. Uh, according to The Verge, Nintendo reportedly re- releasing upgraded Switch next year, but they're actually quoting a Bloomberg article that was translated by Taiwan's Economic Daily News. The new model will come out in early 2021, according to Economic Daily News, which cited supply chain sources. Um, that Switch hardware is based around... Nope, that's the old one. According to Bloomberg, the new model will be released alongside a stronger lineup of games, which could go some way to explaining <laughs> Nintendo's light software schedule this year. The company hasn't announced any big titles for this holiday season, when much of the attention will fall on the launch of PS5 and Xbox Series X. Uh, I thought there were more details on it, but I don't see it in here. No, I think because I saw on Twitter like people were doing their guess, and somebody was guessing the, yeah. uh, that worked in the industry. They don't think it's going to be a, a more powerful switch. It's just going to they think it's going to be um, a switch with less components and easier to manufacture. That's what their guess is. But that was just their guess. Gotcha. Like we've we've had these rumors for a while. I think even before Switch Lite came out, there were rumors of two SKUs, mm-hmm. a um, Switch Lite or Switch Mini, as a lot of people were dubbing it. Um, right. And then a possible Switch Pro, which never came to pass. And now it's just, it's coming up again. Just like all the rumors with um, every Nintendo Direct. As soon as, a, as soon as we get some kind of Nintendo Direct or some kind of little Nintendo news, and it's like this last one, a lot of people were mad about this Nintendo Direct Mini. But as, I, I bet you by tomorrow... Somebody will be up. Well, we're 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 probably going to get one next month. It's going to be a real direct, and they'll they'll show well, Mario. They'll show this. They'll show this, and you know, you never add, please anybody. To add to your uh, your uh, tidbit, I think Jeff Grubb was the one who said that we were getting something this week, but he didn't know if it was going to be a, a full direct or a partner. He said it could have been. He said he knew we were getting something from Nintendo, but he had also heard that we we're going to actual full direct in September. Even if it was a one this week. So there we go. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's been right so far. So Yeah. 
He's been right. So, he, but he he clarified when he came back. He's like, he's like, he doesn't know if it's, everybody's trying to say it was a full director. He's like, he said, I don't know if it's a full director or if it's going to be a mini or something. He says that he just knew something was coming from Nintendo this week. So, okay. So, what are all these people thirsty for? The Mario 35th anniversary stuff? Is that what we're all jonesing for? <laughs> they just it, want something it, substantial. They, like what? There's, like what? There's, I, I don't know. And there's people out there crying that, oh, Nintendo's <laughs> giving up on 2020. They're not doing anything. And it's like, no, they're doing. Do th- th- you see all the games that they're releasing? I mean, it's, it may not be what you want, but hey, they're not giving up. I mean, it's, it's tons it, of like crazy variety. These people crying now didn't suffer through those like 64 droughts and the GameCube droughts of like the Wii U? nothing. No, oh, the Wii U droughts. Jeez. Of nothing. Like, yeah, was well, it like, last you... week when we talked about that indie world showcase with all that random, just unannounced, mm-hmm. like we never knew about half of that stuff? That was great. Uh, yeah. Can't he, believe he, never funny. He, well, and, and he just said the Wii U. I mean, the Vita. PlayStation literally yeah. just was like. They, they supported it for maybe a couple of years and then they just like third party kind of had a little bit going and kept it going. But mm-hmm. they didn't they didn't promote it like they tried to at the beginning. And it, it, they just kind of it fell flat. Vita. Mm. I, I agree with you. I don't think at this point, I, whatever they do announce and any coming up uh, directs they come up there, I don't think it's coming out this year. So I don't think it matters. I think that's why they keep if they were going to do one, they can push it out because I don't think anything in their announce is going to come out. Uh, I, like just, I said. Pikmin's coming out in October. Drop. Yeah, Pikmin's coming out in October. Okay. That's the one we got ahead of time. So they, I mean, literally we have two months left, November, December. There's nothing coming out in September. I still stand by that. So, I mean. They could, they, do, they could do that Mario collection, and that's they don't have to do any other lead up or anything about it. The mm-hmm. news will be out there. It'll be word of mouth, and people will go freaking crazy. I'm telling you now, nothing is coming out in September. Nothing? Nothing. Now I can see them do uh, the Mario thing right around December, mm-hmm. and still get in the 25th anniversary and just push it back a couple months, and it was probably come out supposed to come out in September. But I don't, nothing's coming out in September. I don't think they it doesn't they don't need anything to come out in September. They need everything to come out in November, December. You got new consoles. Yep. You need somebody yeah. to keep. I mean, at this point, it doesn't matter. So right. that's my personal opinion. I could be completely wrong. But there's going to be more. There's more switches in the pipeline than there's going to be PS5s and Xbox uh, yeah. Series Xs. So. How much of that do you actually need? You just need to stay relevant in the, I guess, the mind share. Yeah, I mean, everybody's going to want the new stuff. So, I mean, Sony can actually get their $6 million out, and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to want a PS5 and are going to be disappointed, and they're mm-hmm. probably want a new console, and they're probably going to end up getting an Xbox, even though they didn't plan on getting one. And I'm sure Microsoft knows that. They're going to be like, all right, we're going to advertise for people who couldn't get a, a PlayStation. Like, hey, we're just as good, and we got, you know... You got all these games you can play on Game Pass. Why do you think it's going to turn yeah. into that? It's marketing, man. That's how it is. So, I mean, yeah. I mean they're, you're going to have dedicated people buy Xboxes, but, you know, the momentum is now a lot for Microsoft. I think they're going to take advantage. It's like, hey, we got plenty of them out there. we got a better console. It's just all about marketing. Which It's just all marketing. Right. Some people are like, yeah, I don't want to wait for PS5. You get them in that Xbox ecosystem after that, you know? Yeah. You're like, oh, I never would have tried it, but you know, they sold me on Game Pass, you know. Yep. Game Pass, I'm sure they'll be like a month or two in the box and then they'll just roll that over. Their credit card will be on file and then they're yeah. in. Um, next up, this was a surprise. There's a new Wonder Boy game coming out. Wonder Boy Asha in Monster World stars Asha, the protagonist of the nineteen ninety four released Monster World Four. It's another remake. Oh, yeah. These are original developers, though. That's pretty cool. This is from uh, Gamatsu again. Uh, Wonder Boy series creator Ryuchi Nishizawa. 
has returned to lead and direct the new title alongside original composer, character designer, and creative manager. The game is fully voiced with Asha and her other characters described as lively and talkative. <laughs> I actually played uh, Monster World uh, 4 on uh, PS3. That's the first time we got it in English, and it's very good. Mm-hmm. It still holds up well. I think um, I got it in one of those uh, collections. It was like a... It might have been one of those Sega Ages things. Did it come out in one of those collections, like the Toe Jam and Roll ones? Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually more excited. I think excited. we got it for Games with Gold with one time. I'm actually more excited about um, their unreleased game that's coming out, that uh, they're bringing out. I'm, I want to play that. That they What's never that? finish. They uh, they close the, they closed down the, the the doors of that studio that was working for Sega. West, uh, was it West something? Is it the one with the Sonic 2 levels in the background? Like, is the development stuff? Mm-hmm. The one they're kicking around with that—it's like a worm-looking character almost. Oh, I think it was—it was actually being made for arcades. Yeah, it was like a centipede thing. Like, no, we talking about the same that's thing. Sega, Segapede or whatever. Segapede, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was keeping—I was keeping up with that story. <laughs> Segapede. All right, uh, someone dive into this Suicide Squad and Gotham Knight lore because I am not familiar with either one. And I did not watch the reveals of either. I got this. I did watch that Batman trailer with the Nirvana track at the end, and it was glorious. <laughs> yeah, that fucking playing song, throughout man. the it whole was... thing. <laughs> fucking song stuck in my head the next morning. I was like, oh, I can get it out. Yep. Now you guys are gonna have to bear with me and maybe get my back if it happens again, because like dang Google ad wants to pop up um, <laughs> for some reason on the Gamatsu. So, article from Gamatsu is talking about um, Rocksteady's new game, um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League, um, announced for uh, PS5, Xbox Series X, and PC. Um, so, basically, the Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is a new uh, genre-bending action-adventure shooter. It can be played solo or with four-player co-op online. Uh, of course, it's based in the uh, DC Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, with Rocksteady, we know they did the uh, Arkham uh, Arkham series. Um, it combines their signature kind of character-driven story gameplay with third-person shooter action, is, is what they're describing it as. Um, deliver... To deliver a gaming experience unlike any other. Uh, the game will be available worldwide in 2022 uh, on all the next-gen consoles as well as PC. Um, featuring an original narrative set in the DC Universe. Um, takes place in a rich, richly detailed open-world metropolis. And it's going to follow Harley Quinn, Deadshot... Captain Boomerang, King Shark, um, who are all tasked with the impossible mission to save the Earth and kill um, Super all the all the Justice League. Mm-hmm. Um, so in the in the trailer, they they basically just showed the the four uh, demi heroes or villains, whatever you want to call them, uh, on a rooftop, and you can see. Um, Brainiacs, like a big Brainiac kind of ship-looking thing. It almost looks like a squid. Going back to 
tentacles here, little tentacles all over the city, <laughs> little robots flying around. Oh god! Um, so obviously, Brainiacs got some big plan here, uh, destroying the city, and then you hear uh, Amanda Waller, who's um, kind of the taskmaster for Suicide Squad. Um, come over and tell them they need to get to the target. And as they're going through the city, this this helicopter uh, goes to crash. You see Superman come in and save the pilot and then immediately kill him. Oh, and nice. so... Superman doesn't kill people, so that already throws you for a loop. So Yeah, <laughs> so... And that was kind of at the point where they were running and they were like, well, who, who's our target? Which one are we supposed to be? Where are we supposed to be going? And then they see Superman and a King shark's like, well, yeah, we got to try and do this now. So yeah. But, Boomerang was with the off. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Was at the very end. <laughs> it, yeah. It cuts him off, but yeah. Was, uh, who's, King, well, who's King shark? He looks like one of those street shark nineties cartoons. <laughs> he's exactly he like he's street act- shark. He's actually in the new suicide squad movie too. So the yeah. one that James Gunn's doing. It's an interesting character. All right, what's our excitement level? Um, I'm more excited because it take this is the Gotham Knights. It confirmed didn't take place in the Arkham Knight universe, but this one, the Suicide Squad, does. Yes. This one takes place after the Arkham Knight games, so it's in the same universe. So I'm kind of interested to see that part of that conversation is going to be what happened to Batman after what yeah. happened at the last Arkham Knight game. I I thoroughly enjoyed the uh, the Arkham series. Uh, last year, I had my son run through all of them with oh, the nice. with the exception of going through Origins. At some point, I want to go through Origins. I know Origins got a lot of shit, but a lot of, I, a lot of snow and emptiness. Yeah, that's what I remember. Is me. it that bad? <laughs> I just remember bad. Snow and I yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, and I liked uh, Dead Sh- or not Deadshot. Um, Slade, um, Deathstroke. There we go. Was in there. Um, and it was that studio's attempt to kind of get the same feel. And, and there were some parts in there that it felt a little repetitive. It it, it didn't do things as good as, as Rocksteady's games. But I thought it was I thought it was pretty good experience. I, I enjoyed playing it. Um, but yeah, I ran him through all three main games. Did the uh, did the VR? Put him in the VR for the first time. Awesome. What about, and what about the 2D one, that prequel, that Metroidvania uh, one? Blackgate. Yeah. No. I've I've tried to play Blackgate myself a couple times, and I enjoy the way the cutscenes look and that like comic book aesthetic they have to them. Mm-hmm. But that 2D side scroll, but 3D look to it, it doesn't quite click for me and i can never i can never really super get into it um what's your favorite out of those uh the three main ones brant oh gosh um i I have the only answer you need right there arkham city yeah probably i did city i I did um enjoy arkham knight i know some people uh, cesar you said you didn't you didn't like it as much as as two. You thought it was all right. I, I was fine with Arkham Knight. A lot of people were very uh, critical on it. Uh, I just think two was very hard to surpass. I mean, yeah. you made you made fucking Hugo Strange into an interesting villain. I mean, that was a good ass game. So, 
I mean, don't get me wrong. The first one was great because it took you by surprise but um, about how well that game was. But I think mm-hmm. two ended up – I like the story in, in three, Arkham Knight. I, just, I think it just stretched out for too long. It just wasn't well-paced, in my opinion, as, as the second one was. Yeah. The second one, you just, kept, you just kept going and going. It was paced very well. I think that's what they uh, kind of fixed up on the first game that was missing was just the pacing. Yeah. So. I'd say the same thing. The pacing was a little off, but all in all, the story was was great, and it was a great ending to the series. Fuck the Riddler trophies and fuck having to get 100% to get the real ending. That's, that was, no. I never got the real ending. I was like, I ended up just watching on YouTube. YouTube. So. Yep. Yeah. YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. I was like, I was, that was some bullshit because there were so many fucking Riddler trophies. And it's like that point where you're driving and you have to drive the fucking Batmobile on the walls and shit. I'm like, no, nah, I ain't doing that shit. That was just, that was just padding, in my opinion. But that's neither yep. here nor there. Add an extra fluff. All right, that one uh, is developed by Rocksteady. The Gotham Knight is developed by Warner Brothers Games Montreal, and that one's coming out next year for PS5, Xbox Series X, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. What do you do in this one? Uh, So in this one, let's see, we... You take control of the, uh, the Bat family... Um, which is, which in this game is, um, only, uh, four. It's Batgirl, um, Robin, uh, which would be at this point, Tim, Tim Drake. Um, I think all the Robins are in there at this point. Cause it sounds like, it sounds like the Damien's in there. Jason Todd's with the Red Hood, right? Yeah, Jason is is Red Red Hood, who you do play in this one, and then Nightwing. Nightwing, which is uh the Dick one Grayson. that we're all Dick Grayson. Original. We're all, that's the one from Teen Titans Go. Yeah, that's the one that uh Richard should know because it's the one from Teen Titans Go. That's why I'll just uh, use that. And it was Chris O'Donnell, Lisa Silverstone of the Flying Graysons. So they're touting this one as uh, it's a brand new open world third party. Uh, third party, third person action RPG, um, and you step into the roles uh, of the Bat family, like I, I recent, uh, recently said. Um, they're protecting <laughs> Gotham in the wake of Batman's <laughs> death. Bat family, it's what they're called. It cracks me up, man. That's all I got. Um, so, as a expansive criminal underworld has swept through the streets of Gotham, um, Obviously, you're just going to protect the city. What they showed um, is each character kind of has their own unique skill set, unique play style. Um, They showed a section with Mr. Freeze where he's he's taken over this uh, large building and his he's he's come to the city and he's got some kind of weather controlling machine. As, um, as uh, Mr. Freeze wouldn't normally do. Yes, and of course it's set to uh, winter, because why not freeze? I'm sure his um, wife is frozen somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they showed off a little bit of Batgirl's um, play style as well as uh, Robin, uh, and said that the the game can be either played uh, completely single player or uh, two player co op. Cool. Um. Which is which is really nice. Um, I said, you know, I ran my my son through the the games last year, and once we were watching the announced trailer, and 
it said that you can experience it single player or two player co-op the entire game. He looked at me and just had these these giant sparkling eyes like, oh, we can play together. I was like, yep, yep. That's great. Uh, but yeah, I think yeah. I think some people were comparing this, and I'm, I don't want to mean to interrupt you, Brent, but no. uh, some people were saying this was like their version of uh, Avengers. It seems like that play style, where yes. you can play solo, and then you have separate missions for co-op. It seems or like. Anthem. Yeah. So they they showed off. Um, like I was saying, they they showed Batgirl kind of follows the the same kind of takedowns and hand to hand combat that we're used to with uh, kind of the Arkham series, but she also has. Her own flair. Um, she's got some different like uh, weapons and things and different little little skills and gadgets that she uses. Uh, they didn't show off a whole lot of Robin's combat, um, which I'm sure he's got the uh, staff. He's probably got batarangs and other things. They did show off that he has hacked the Justice League satellite system in order to that enables him to do short range teleports. Um, so that can, you know, increase your more mobility, you know, kind of, there's some, there's a group of enemies over here. I could kind of teleport myself over here to where they don't see me and then take them out this way. So, um, they did the gameplay that they showed off. They did say it was a, an alpha build, and it did kind of show. I don't know if either of you really I watched. I play Office. <laughs> that's his. Co- that's Cesar's cup of tea. I don't uh, do betas. I do Office. But uh, yeah, I mean, you you could tell it's it's not super polished. There were a couple parts where yeah, um, I just watched some clipped, of the trailer. Yeah, where some things clipped through some other things, and Batgirl's hair looked like all one solid piece that was just kind of like floating behind her head and you know didn't have any like individuality to the hair or any flow it just kind of sat there and and wiggled like a no no trust effects no like a tail behind a fish uh flopping (laughs) doesn't doesn't have that uh that in-game polish that's all it is yeah Yeah. it looked pretty good for what it was but i know what you mean it doesn't have that polish and normally have it then but what they sh- what they did show was was pretty impressive, um, and it looked like it, it is going to be a, a pretty good game. And um, like I'd mentioned earlier, that the game I guess starts off where Batman has sent a message to them, letting them know that he he is dead, and uh, that it's it's in their hands now to take care of the city. Um, but if I can throw my little. Um, nerd hat into the ring if they're smart i think the the logical next step would be to throw in some lazarus pit or kind of rachel ghoul-esque thing uh dionysium or there's there's a couple other things where they could potentially bring batman back um in some capacity that i think would which could lead to some more interesting um story bits even if it's something they do as like an end credits thing i think it would think it would be pretty pretty neat to see that in there yeah some nights outside of that they uh they posted the directors patrick redding they, mm-hmm. they took him from ubisoft he was the one who did a splinter cell blacklist and conviction and also okay. did the storyline for far cry 2 
I'm I'm looking at fucking Twitter and I don't know this. They put this out there five hours ago. I don't know how we missed this. And I, you probably saw it, Richard. But that Fire Emblem Fates Definitive Edition is coming to Nintendo Switch in early 2021. No, it, I missed that totally. Where is that? It, where did it, that it, come it, from? It's a nibble. And it includes oh. the three it includes the three routes, full DLC included, along with Japan only DLC. And they removed features from the 3DS version are also coming back. Nice. Huh. Breaking news. Glad I waited. Yeah, because that version is like fucking super expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for the 3DS. No, this this has to be a fake account. This might be a fake account. Somebody's using this guy's name. <laughs> I think there's no tweets. I don't know. We'll confirm later. <laughs> Did not take that. That might have been uh, false. Can confirm. Uh oh. I haven't seen that repeated anywhere else. So yeah. that would be a, that would be a hot take. That would be Sounds- hot news. Somebody's uh, somebody's uh, retweeting somebody's stuff and not uh, doing their homework. Not cross-checking? Yeah, I just looked at it. I was like, this doesn't seem right. I'm more upset because uh, the real nibble sit there and uh, Netflix has canceled Ultra Carbon, but it's neither here or there. All right, so... Uh, I did see that as well. <laughs> my apologies. Ignore all that. That was not uh, accurate. We'll just move on to the next bit. It's weird. Uh, next bit is September's PlayStation free PlayStation Plus. Plus games. Two good titles. Street Fighter Cinco and my game of the year, what, two years ago? Player Unknown's yep. Battlegrounds. Cesar, we spent uh, many, many, many hours together in PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> that was an addiction for a long time, man. I love this game. I've paid for it on PlayStation, so this one does not behoove me. But that will open up uh, that will open up the doors to a bunch of people. Cesar, we need to get on there when everybody downloads it when it goes live, and and maybe we can get maybe <laughs> we can get a win. We we should have been doing it before then because somebody on the Twitter comment said it was way easy to get a chicken dinner. Now they said they, they're handing them out left to right. I was looking at the comments. I said it, it, this is a completely different community now because like there's a. Like, if you don't get enough people to fill up a room, it throws bots in there. And they said it makes it way easier when there's a room full of bots sometimes. Oh, that's not the same thing. Uh, yeah, I guess that's what the guy was saying. Hopefully, this will fix that whole bot bullshit. So. Hmm. Oh, hopefully, it'll be enough people. Because that, that was his complaint. He said, it's too easy getting a chicken dinner nowadays. He said, he said, all the thrill is gone. He said, hopefully, since everybody's going to have a copy, maybe this will reinvigorate the community again. So. Yep. All right, that's via the PlayStation blog, and both games will be available September 1st through October 5th. And Street Fighter V is a good one to play. I mean, you don't get all the characters, but at least Mm -hmm. you know what you're getting into. So if you want to invest, I think it's like another $25 to get the complete version with all the 80 characters on there. I don't think it's 80 characters, but you know what I mean, to get the rest of the characters and all All the other bullshit. So, I mean, after that, you don't have to pay like the season pass for $25 to get everything else. If you do like it, it's your thing. So. They also note they're going to kick off Street Fighter V PS4 tournaments starting September 4th in the U.S. and Canada. These events will offer eligible fighters of all skill levels in those regions the opportunity to compete for each for cash prizing, a unique PS4 theme, and a custom in-game title. Sounds cool, too. Get people engaged. Uh, Brent, take this one out. You threw our last news story in there. Facebook from The Verge. Facebook is making Oculus's worst feature unavoidable. <laughs> I can't even fucking use it. I'm banned for life on Facebook. So. Yeah, you are. You're done. I'm banned for You're life out of the ecosystem. I want to throw something out to the Oculus guys. It's like, hey, man, I'm a real person. I can't I can't register for Facebook. So hey, what every, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do I how do I fucking use your product? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, so yes, this is from The Verge, and yes, everybody's favorite company, Facebook. Uh, Brandon, am I back on the stream? uh, I do not see you. Where did I go? I see both of you. I don't know. OBS is flaking out, man. Yeah, just Uh, on Twitch, I didn't see you. Yeah, pause earlier, but I... Oh, yeah, you are gone from the main... I don't know. It glitched out, I adjusted it, and now it glitched out again. All right, I'll switch us. Thank you all for the heads up. Um, so anyway, Facebook has... Thanks, Brian. Oh, there you go. Uh, Facebook is going to require a login for future VR headsets. So this decision actually broke um, promises that the uh, original uh, founder from Oculus... The original (laughs) (laughs) founder from Oculus... Um, said uh, that they would uh, it was almost universal, universally revealed uh, online with or revered online with critics raising concerns about um, data collection targeting advertising um, and nobody was really cr- crazy about the the fact that Facebook purchased oculus right um but it wasn't run by a decent guy before then so i don't think it really matters no (laughs) that's my personal opinion i'm sorry everyone (laughs) (laughs) um so let's see and they they go on to talk about how when facebook purchased oculus there were there was a lot of boycotts um like uh, Notch killed uh, killed the deal that he had uh, to put some of his games on the Oculus Rift, um, and then My- Minecraft got sold to to Microsoft, yep. and then it got put uh, on the the Rift after launch. Um, but it's it's just another. It, it, who didn't think that this was coming? I mean, even even with the the former um, owner just saying, "Oh, it's it's never going to happen. They're they're never going to do that. Um, it's it's going to happen." And it's, it's it it made a lot of people upset to see that this headset that they've got, in order to fully use the headset, you're going to have to have a Facebook. You're going to have to log into your Facebook. Sucks. And for people for people that either don't have Facebook, don't want anything to do with Facebook, or people like Cesar who for, for whatever for whatever <laughs> reason are banned for life. They, my picture, my picture's hanging on Mark Zuckerberg's uh, wall. Like, don't let them in. Got they one. just, they just yeah. deny your existence, don't they? And, and uh, Richard saw it for himself, and this will not be reversed. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, they All right, flat whatever. out said because our page was tied to that account, and it flat out said it will never happen. And I, I have not like, been right. in a hurry to try to get us back on Facebook since then. That I was, was like, discour- the whole thing was damn discouraging. He jumped through every loophole they wanted him to do. To prove that I was a real boy, and then apparently I I wasn't uh I was I wasn't real. I was getting pulled with strings. Uh, but I mean, for people that already have a Facebook and now are just mad about having to tie it to the system, I mean, Facebook already has their data. Um, it, it it's for them. It's not that big of a. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Because if they were that worried about it, they wouldn't be on Facebook to begin with. 
But I mean, this whole thing—it's—they Facebook has so many hinky practices anyway. Yeah. It just—it just sucks that they're—they're going to require it now. Brent, I mean, what it is is that they're at this point where you have a lot of people who've done what I've done, and like years back, I think I deleted my Facebook account twenty sixteen or something like that. Yeah. So you have actually have a decline because of all that. They had to find some way to bring up their accounts for their because they're. Their IPO, I mean, their their stock offerings for it. I mean, they're actually they have to have to show growth. So I mean, this is this is something they had in their back pocket, and they finally had to pull it out and use it. So because I think based on the article, I think they said you can create an Oculus account to the some point at the end of this year, right? And it's like September, October this year. Yeah. Uh, yes. And then I think after that, it has to be Facebook. And if you have an Oculus account, you're good until what 2023, I think. Mm-hmm. And then I think after over. that, you have to switch over. They, I, they said you could still log in with your old Oculus account, but there'd be there'd be uh, parts of it cut off. You only be able to, you can't access everything in that that device. So sucks, man. Because I think I do have an Oculus account. I made one to get like they had Moss for free at one point. And I think I made one to grab Moss. I got one for Moss, and I think I got one for whatever another free one they had on there. I know I got at least two games on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, uh, you'll never uh, be, able to be able to use them, Cesar. Sorry. <laughs> they, yeah, I'm I'm almost to the point where I won't be able to stream on Xbox either. So it is what it is. <laughs> they are gonna do that, aren't they? So <laughs> they absolutely are gonna do that. I um, yeah. what was it? Okay, I'll. It'll be. It's kind of a segue into games played, but there's a mode on Halo that I thought was a team mode and it ended up being two v two v two v two, right? So there's three of us online, and we want to get in some. We want to get in this mode and, and play together, and and I had played with another friend, and then somebody else was on, and I was like, well, you know, I'll back out. I just want to experience it because I'm gonna laugh my ass off at y'all playing it. I was like, I just I'll back out. Y'all play. I'll watch. Just stream it. Just go into your menu and and go to you know go to stream it. It should be an option in there. And he was looking at everything, and I was like, you know what? Damn, they took that out. It was baked right there. It was so easy to just yeah. hit that, and then you're you're all set. And I could have just watched the two of them playing that, and that could have been that. And it was like, damn it, that was such a great feature to have. And we didn't use it all the time. I think we used it. Our no podcast account, we used it a little bit. I think we did well. That Sea of Thieves alpha that we were tearing up every weekend was a uh, NDA, so we couldn't do anything with that. But because they had all kind of guidelines for Mixer and all that when it was going to go yeah. live, because that was going to be a huge bit of that. But sucks, man. It was right there, and it was so easy. And there's just no, there's no solution there right now built into it. It was in the OS at that level, and it's just not there anymore. Uh, do we want to go on with games played since we wrap that up? Yeah, that was that was all the news. So let's oh, yeah. head since into is, the games played. Yeah, Brent since freaking into news segue. on a on a downer. Yeah, like, thanks, Brant. Yeah. We could have ended it with uh, PUBG and bots. It's okay. As soon as this podcast is done, I saw they just posted the Captain Tsubasa Rise of the New Champions launch trailer. I'll watch that, and I'll get my anime soccer goodness, and then I'll feel better. <laughs> You'll be right back. Yeah, I'll be like, yeah, Eagle Strike Attack, and then I'll just start You're, kicking stuff. It'll fulfill your oh. anime soccer needs. We're doing that at work all day tomorrow with uh, my coworker. I'm like, Eagle Strike Attack. He's like, do get out of here with that shit. That's what he's going to tell him. <laughs> I'm carrying something. Come help me. Falcon Headbutt. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, but the, the mode that I was, uh, Cesar was bemoaning uh, the lack of Mixer in the Xbox OS now. Because there was a mode, uh, the Master Chief Collection rotates these like featured playlists. 
And this one is called uh, Mongoose Rockets or something like that. Rocket Gooses, Mon Rockets. It's some kind of take on that. Top so what I thought it was going to be, do what? So like Top Gun or something like that? You're flying in planes? Basically. So I thought it was going to be, I've seen some custom modes on Halo 3 where there's like one person on a platform and a bunch of people on a mongoose like racing to try to get, they're going down like a Rainbow Road style <laughs> track. We have to download this for a Halo 3 LAN party because it looks, it looks fucking crazy. And I thought this is what this mode was. It's still a lot of fun, but it's not this, it's not this exact same thing. So you have two or three people on this platform that are like sniping and shooting rockets and stuff at these at these mongooses that are racing to get to the end of the track. That's what I was hoping it was for. So I fired up. Uh, it's myself and friend of the show Jeremy. We're playing. So we launched straight into one, and it's a featured map or it's a featured mode for Halo Two and Halo Three. And basically, you have a VIP. So it's, <laughs> it's so crazy. You have you have two people to a team. Uh, it's 2v2v2v2. Uh, you have a VIP. He's on the back of the mongoose, and he has rockets. So the other guy can only drive. The only guy, the other guy can only shoot rockets because he's the VIP. And you have to drive the mongoose into a rotating hill. So the hill rotates all across the map, and the first one to 10 points wins. And there's like, you know, there's four teams. Uh, the rockets are going everywhere. You can't really die. You can be assassinated, but nobody's ever off of the mongoose. So you just have rockets hitting you and your mongoose is flipping up on the wall and it's all these crazy physics and you'll land on your head and both of you will be out of the mongoose and you have to jump back in. Man, it's just total chaos. The first game we played, Jeremy and I had no clue what we were doing. We were just we were trying to shoot everybody. Nobody died. <laughs> nobody died. Uh, and, uh, nobody, nobody fucking kicked you yet. They're like, stop fucking around. No, we didn't. We didn't get any hate messages or anything. Yeah. And then one round, I actually, there was an edge of the map to that one. And I was the only person on this whole round. I had two kills because I knocked their mongoose. I was the VIP on the back with the rockets. And I knocked their mongoose off the side and killed both of them. That's the only, the only two kills in that whole round. But uh, we lost a couple. And then uh, Jeremy and I got one. It seems like the hill spawned around us every time. And nobody was near us. And we just kept hustling and kept getting them. And then uh, we played some more multiplayer with a um, friend of the show, Dale. Uh, we play one of our favorite maps. There's a Halo 1 map that's not on the, the LAN party that we play on Xbox, the original Xbox. It's not one of those. I think it's from the PC. But the mode is called Muskets, and it's it's basically shotguns. <laughs> so you just muskets have, like uh, fucking <laughs> Revolutionary War muskets? That's what it's supposed to be like? <laughs> the mode is called Muskets, and everybody has shotguns. Like That's the only thing in the map. And everybody has low health. So, like, one shot, even from a distance, one shot with the musket will take you out. And this map that we love, it's called, like, Citron, Il Citron 2 or something. I don't even know where it fits into the Halo lore. But there's a room that you can, there's a bunch of portals. Like, you go through a portal, and it's a room with, like, two other portals. But there's one room you can get into with three or four portals, and there's, like, a, there's a bridge going across the top, and you can guard one side of it. We all need to play this, man. I'm telling you, I have so much fun with it. And there's two entrances on the bottom. And there's one there's one entrance in the middle. You've got grenades in there, and you've got a health pack. So the meta, we've made the meta behind this map, no matter what no matter what mode we're playing in. We like muskets, and there's one called Hell, Hellbringers that has a flamethrower in it. And that, I know that's from the PC one. But we will literally get in that room and just hole up and let them come through. <laughs> You're just waiting for them to come through the portals at you. So I'm like lobbing grenades down by the portal. People are waiting with shotguns to take them out. It's just, uh, 
we've made a whole thing behind the room. Because when you kill enough people trying to get into the room, they figure it out. They're like, oh, shit, we got to take this room. Then when they wipe you out, then you're all spawning and <laughs> trying to go take the room back. So we've made this, like, sub-meta in this one map. And, uh, it's, you know, you get in those random queues with Master Chief Collection. And when we see it go off and it's either Hellbringers or Muskets on that one map, man, it's just, it's so much fun. I laugh so hard. But then a uh, friend of the show, Jeremy, got off, and Dale and I played a couple rounds of the of the featured Mongoose Rocket mode, and we ended up winning one. We had gotten, like, two points the last round, and it was it was almost frustrating. Like, man, we kind of suck at this. We, we just didn't have it together, and then we just straight railed it. We got our ten points, and I think the next closest team had, like, seven maybe was the closest. And uh, so we kind of ran through that. So that's my Master Chief Collection update. I can't believe I made it through it. Uh, the next game, the only other game I played, I'm going to astound everyone here. This game has taken over my household. It is a mobile game. You see me firing it up on the iPad. Now that we're a visual podcast, this makes a lot more sense. This game is sweeping the household. Ah, oh, Crossy Road. We love this game. So it's a form of anybody. I, I mean, this is one of the most popular mobile games. Uh, it's like Frogger, but you're a chicken trying to get across the road and bouncing. We, me and my two kids, we will take turns as the chicken going across. And there's this crazy animation every time you fall in the water or get splatted by the car or something like that. It's this crazy animation of like the chicken getting. It's just it's really well animated. Uh, we take turns. They laugh like crazy every time the chicken explodes, and we pass it off to the next person. They try to see how far they get. Man, we did this for like three hours one afternoon, and it, it wore down the battery of the iPad. I'm like, what happened? I've never killed this iPad battery. And we were just playing Crossy Road and listening to the crazy sound effects and, and laughing and just passing just passing the iPad back and forth and taking rounds with the chicken. It was It's very simple. It's a mobile game. Man, we had a blast. That's what I, that's what I want from the games. My kids are always asking for the let's, daddy. Let's play the chicken game. Like, all right, <laughs> let's, let's break it out. But there's those are a, my those are my games played. There's break, a Disney version it. of that game. Oh, is there? Yeah, there's a Disney version. Uh, if and when, well, when things are better, if you ever wind up at a um, an arcade or like the bowling alley where they have arcades, like a Pinstripes uh, or Starlight. They okay. usually, or Dave and Buster's, they usually have a Crossy Roads machine, and you can do two-player. There's two-player on this one. It's it's kind of hard to, you know, both have, like, hands on the iPad, even their small hands. Mm-hmm. But uh, I could see that being fun at Arcade. What is the Disney one called? Is it on mobile, or is that one of the... No, is that the be. Arcade one? No, no. I mean, it, it, it should be on mobile. The one at the Arcade's just the chicken... It's a chicken and a duck. Yep, that's what the player two is on this one. Endless Arcade Hopper. Let me see what else they made. Hipster Whale. It might be in there. Yeah, they're not even tempted by the in-app purchases or the coins or whatever else that is that they offer you. Yeah. Crossy Road Castle, is that it? It's just called Disney Crossy Road. That's yeah. it? Just yeah. Disney I Crossy Road. It? Oh, because the game they said the game was shut down March 12, 2020. It's oh, dead. No. However, the game is still playable with all classic rare and epic characters unlocked. But I guess you can't download it again. Nope. 
It's not there. So, correction, there was a Disney version. Thanks for the outdated news there, Brent. That could have been uh, Dang. I could have been I could have been dad of the year tomorrow, and now we're just back to the chicken and the duck. I have outdated news. Cesar has fake news. We're not we're not Ariel <laughs> and uh, Anna going across the road <laughs> trying, <laughs> trying not to get splatted. Oh, it's a lot of fun, man. They 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 really like some Crossy Road. It's good. So who is who's up next with their games played? Sounds like Brant. <laughs> I guess it's me. I thought we were gonna do Jenkin. <laughs> I played uh, I played some Alex Kid like think uh, earlier this week, and that was like the first room where you have to do the rock paper scissors for that fucking uh, belt, and I lose every time. What Alex Kid were you playing? The original one. Why? Oh, because it was on that Genesis uh, Mini. Oh, okay. You plugged yours up? Uh, I ended up buying another one since they were like $29 on Amazon. They were Man, super cheap. Oh, wow. Yeah. Super and, cheap. Because they only lasted like 10 minutes after that. They were gone. <laughs> and it's good It's good emulation, too. That's an M2 yeah. product. Yeah. But yeah, I, I think that's what I was doing in my breaks at work. And Playing Alex that, Kidd specifically or the Genesis Mini? Alex Kidd specifically. And I just oh got my that God. First room. <laughs> I can never get past the first room with the Jenkin because I was like, I want that fucking belt and I just can't get it. I can't beat that fucking wrestler with the Jenkin. They're like rock paper scissors. That fucker gets the thing, the one I don't need every time. I don't get it. Fuck that game. I hit the reset More button. Alex never played it again. Yeah. All right. What else did you play besides Alex Kidd? Uh, ended up being the Ghosts of uh, Shoshima. Yes, so. I saw your platinum trophy announcement. Forty, yeah, forty-three hours. I did everything in that fucking game. Um, nice. that story is really good, man. It ends very well. Um, it doesn't leave interpretation to like there could be a sequel or not but it does end well um the only thing i i the only thing i think that game needed a little bit more was some of the there's some uh, character stories like some of the characters that assist you on there they have good good character stories in there like for your side characters right I, I wish the minor stories where you had to do like the what they call the tales of sashima i wish those a little bit more a uh, little bit a uh, little bit more mem- memorable because it always seemed like you go help somebody else out, and they always end up either A, being dead, or B, already killed. And it's just you going back and telling this person, like, yeah, I went over there, and yeah, your wife was already dead. My bad. Gotcha. And then the guy's yelling, and she's like, why don't you save them? It's not, they're not, it just seemed like more like busy work versus like, oh, I could have born a connection with some of these characters. So, I mean, not all of them were bad. There were some that were actually pretty good, and then there's just right. some that it's like I saw the same thing over and over again, just with different skins. But uh, outside of that, I mean, it was it's a pretty good game, man. That was a very beautiful game, especially... Uh, I think my still my favorite one was at the very end where you you're going up a uh, mount uh, mount I forget Jenko Gen, Gen, I, I don't don't quote me on it but it's like a it's a it's like a bit where you have to learn how to use your uh, fire sword and you uh, slowly freeze to death as you go up the mountain so you have to like survive to get to the campfire to regain your your life because he'll tell you he's like I'm about to freeze to death and you have to get to the campfire and wait there and then you have to go and you have to do it so fast it's like you can't there's no mistake I think. The, I was like right at the fucking end, and I just crawled up and I saw a dead body. And it was a fucking bear right there, and he just knocked me off the mountain. I'm like, God, oh, yeah, yeah. those damn bears. You <laughs> just, I mean, I didn't because I saw the dead body, and I was like, and, I, and the screen's turning white. It's like it's turning ice where you can't see shit. Yeah. And I just saw myself flying across the mountain. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? It was a bear. It was just waiting there for me just to kill my ass. And so I was like, I had to go up there and just start swinging like crazy. That way I can make sure I can just jump onto the next ledge. But I died laughing because that shit, that fucker just knocked me the hell off. I was like, well, I was like, what the hell? And I still died before I hit the ground uh, from freezing to death. I think that was still my favorite, uh, my favorite bit to get the, the power on there. 
but I don't want to go into too much details about how the story ends. It's I, I like it. it's very it's done very well. It's very memorable and um it's very moving. The ending's very moving. I put it that way. Uh, game of the year potential? No, Final Fantasy VII remake still my game of the year. Nothing comes oh. close. I still I'm, I I looked at my list. I've beaten fifty games this year, and I think wow, seven. Nothing comes close to seven remake. I still look at that fondly, and I still will go back in there and play it. So. But that's neither here or there. Yeah, I, I got my list of games that I beat every uh, for this year. I'm actually keeping up, but I think I, I'm at 50 right now. Um, I ended up getting a new release called uh, Annika and Giraffe. It's a indie game from Japan. Uh, it's published over here on the Switch and PS4 on the by Nipponichi Software America. Um, it is like a visual novel mixed with like a 3D platformer. Um, and it, it gets a little weird because, like, you have to uh, locate these dungeons, and which they make. When you say dungeons, it makes it sound like it's a Legend of Zelda, but it's not, okay. because like, uh, I don't know how I can describe this game. Because you go, you go through, and you, you play as this girl. It's like a cat girl type thing. She's forgotten her memory, and then you meet up with this uh, character named Giraffe, which looks like a boy type giraffe. And he's like, "I need you to go in there and get these uh, star fragments out of these dungeons, and I can't get in there and get them. And if you can go in there and get them for me, so you're going through these dungeons, and they have like ghosts." in these dungeons, but you can't attack the ghost. So it's like you running away from them attacking you and kind of uh, navigating through there. And there's little quirks in here, like you can't survive in water and, and, and whatnot. Then you get to, at the end of the dungeon, it's like a boss. And it's always the same lady who happens to pretend to be a witch or a mermaid or a, a cowboy. And she does the same thing every time. But it, it turns into like the, the boss fights are like a rhythm game where you have uh, on the left side, you have to use the, the joystick to go left and press X as the ball. There's like a ball that kind of falls and lands on a, specific particular slot on the hole on the ground and you gotta like mm. time it the music so it's like a music music battles on there and that's how you, you beat the dungeon bosses cool. so i think I, I think i'm like halfway through the game i think they told me there was originally three dungeons and then i've just found out there's two more left so it's not a long game i think i'm only like four hours into it i'm probably it take me like six hours to beat that game probably but, what's the um, name of that one again uh annika and giraffe sounds good uh, yeah, it's very different. It's good. Uh, I, I'm going through it, and it's, like I said, it's a it's, it's it's like an indie indie Japanese game. Uh, I don't know who the developer is. I don't know what they. I think it used like F Mod, I believe, is the engine they used to develop it. Sounds um, like one of their game jam projects. Yeah, this one's actually uh, done by um, a company who does mostly publishes uh, visual novels. Okay. And that's why I ended up picking it up because it does tell stories through like uh, comics based strips where there's like these swoosh and shing sound effects and stuff like that. The old Batman school stuff on there. Um, outside of that, I, I showed you guys earlier when I came in the mail, I was playing some Darius 2 on the on the Mega Drive, specifically yes. the Mega Drive one. Because I think yes. it was called, what was it called on the Genesis? It was called uh, Saga. It's not Gate In. Yes, Sega, Sega, Sagaya. I think that's what it's called in America. So um, I'm playing the the original Mega Drive one and going through that one because I, I love me some fucking Darius, man. You know how I feel about Darius. Oh yeah, I, I that one's on the some... that one's on the Genesis Mini too, right? Yes, I think yep. that was the one that never got. I think never I think, came here before. Yeah, we got the Japanese one. Yep. The inter, they call the international one because uh, we got the bastardized version where they strip out all the cheat modes and took out some stuff in there. Um, uh, put some time in that. Uh, outside of that, I mean, I I jumped around here on some new games, but nothing too much I can talk about. Uh, there's that that weird uh, 
game from um, Senra, the Senra Kagura studio, Honey Clover, which I ended up picking up and getting. And it, well, they tend to do like service type games where it's like mm-hmm. kind of like edgy girls type situations. But what uh, what originally sold me on this game was that it kind of reminded me of like a wave race because it's like you're on jet skis. And so uh, I ended up playing a little bit of that one. And you're okay. on jet. You play these girls in high school, which they're in wetsuits and that's their angle, whatever. But outside of that, okay. on the actual gameplay part, on the jet ski play play part, it's actually pretty good. So you, you get the ability to do turbo boosts, jump off of um, ramps to do different tricks, and you race against uh, these other girls that are all in this. Apparently, it's like this these high school in this one city, that, and that's what their main sport was jet ski racing or jet wave racing. <laughs> As and one so, does. So you have one girl that's driving in the front, and you have to control with R2, L2, and you can do drifting and everything on there to do boosts and tricks and everything. And then you have the circle button where you have another girl in the back that has like a super soaker that'll attack the other uh, jet ski racers as you pass them by. And so you can overload their shields, and they'll knock their shields down. So then they're kind of like back there recharging their shields, and then you're going through and trying to just win the race. It's pretty good. I just wanted to get it because I was like, man, I haven't played anything that was wave race related in long ass time or jet motor related. And that kind of has been scratching an itch for me because I haven't. That's another thing, man. No jet ski yeah. games. No yeah. snowboarding I've... games, really. That's why I was like, $60, let's go. Even though I know it was like scantily clad women in scuba suits. So I was sure. Like, whatever. Sure. I like none of these girls are like they're in high school, but whatever. But uh, outside of that. <laughs> I just remember the the prologue one because they all go through like they're from this high school, this high school. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? It's like, can I just get past this shit to go out and do the jet ski stuff? And so I finally got the tutorial. I'm like, all right, yeah. I was like, yeah, this is what I, this is what I signed up for. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll put some. <laughs> hey man, the, the, I I love games, man, but there's there's some shit you got to take a chance on, and there's some shit you just got to pull up some bullshit. I'm like, it, I mean, there's like there's a crowd of people who like this type of game, and that's. That's what they want, man. I guess it is what it is. And and then uh, lastly, um, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I've talked about this many times in this podcast. In previous times, uh, I think I got past the first level on New Super Lucky Tail. So, uh, this, this is the one that came out on the Switch. They're, uh, the redone version that's different from the Xbox One. And I can instantly tell how much different it is because they do the whole... The very beginning is completely done differently. You get the whole background story for like the first ten minutes, and it's like fully animated, and it's like, oh, that we were these, and it explains like like what you're doing, because mm-hmm. I I don't think it went when I remember playing Xbox, it didn't go in that much detail, kind of just like it just threw you in the game, and then like your your sister would keep contacting you like, hey, you need to, you know, you need to figure out a way to come back to us, and you don't talk to her at all. They kind of like cut all that out, and they just kind of do this whole different prologue, and and the camera is like fully turnable. Like that, it was fixed in the original Xbox One. Uh, and this one, you can actually do a full 3D turn and, and look around nooks and crannies. And uh, I do enjoy the improvements. And that's just for me playing the first level. And I was like, all right, yeah, I can see uh, why they warned a second version of this game. Yeah, uh, I know you were a big fan of the first one. It sucks for the Xbox people because, I mean, they technically maybe could have sold this as like a patch or something like that. They just got to buy a whole new game. But I, I don't think it matters because I think they worked out a deal with Ghost through Game Pass. So it is what it is. So Right. But yeah, that's it for me. Uh, what about you, Brant? Young Brant's games. Not a whole lot. Um, I did what I like play, to hear. <laughs> I did play more uh, uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Um, I opened up uh, the to the second uh, island. Um, 
And as soon as I did, saw all that bits of story that popped up, like you were talking about, as soon as you open up the island, there's more stuff that pops up back on the first one. And I was like, damn. So I went back and started, like, (laughs) I got caught up doing all the side bits again, like going all over, finding what I hadn't yet. Um, And then eventually got back on track, did more of the story. Um, I did... I just got another sword technique. Because, um, uh, Richard, you, you haven't picked it back up, have you? Mm-mm. No, but besides, aside, of, aside from the uh, four stances that you unlock, there's these different, like, legendary sword techniques that you, you pick up that are just kind of these kind of fabled tales throughout the land um, kind of deals and... It's like you said before, I think last time, it's told by music, uh, musicians. All those yeah. techniques are musician told. That's awesome. Like, they'll give you like a lore, and it's like a uh, legend of blah, 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 and some call him a demon is always like some kind of exaggeration. Mm-hmm. And so I I just got uh, another sword technique. It's the one you have to use the triggers for. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but you have to press L... L1, R1 together and it uses um, three of your little resolve orbs Um, because the first one that you the first one that I got uh, that you find on the first island only uses one one bit of resolve Mm. Um, but both both moves are definitely um, do a lot more damage uh, and things like that but the biggest thing was when I, I finally got back into the story, started started going back through, um, of course, took over that, uh, took back over that one castle uh, that you see in the, the first bit of the game, uh, and then moved on to a mission that was called, I believe it was Ghost of uh, Yuikawa, and... I won't get too much into detail on this one, um, but yeah, it's, like, it's, it's like you're trying to dance around. You don't want to get too much. That's the same <laughs> with me. I was like, I don't want to. I, I want to talk about the ending so bad, but I know you guys yeah. got that far. And I was like, it, the ending's fucking great, man. I was that ending's moving. So, I, I was like, that was a great ending. I wish. Uh, hopefully, you guys get there soon. That's so cool. you so you revisit uh, the hometown of Yuna and her mm-hmm. brother Taka, and Waka, uh, which <laughs> Waka, <laughs> gosh. Um, but you revisit their hometown, uh, which is actually uh, surrounded by Mongols. It's under siege, and you have to help them uh, retake their town to, you know, kind of secure more of uh, a fighting force to to drive out the Mo- Mongols. Um, and the way that that mission ends is with you gaining another skill. But the way that like you gain this skill is so badass. And and then the skill itself um, is a little overpowering, but it's um, it's it's done so in a way that you know once you've used it once, it tells you that to use it again, you have to build up the meter, and to do so, it's very specific. You either have to um, assassinate like the head of a Mongol camp, or you have to oh wow. Um, you have to beat five enemies consecutively without taking any damage in order to just like build the meter. Yeah. So 
Um, but the skill itself is, it's just, it's ghost mode, I believe. Was that ghost, right, uh, Cesar? Ghost dance. Ghost, ghost dance. dance. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It goes in like um, a Kurosaki mode and it forces to go in black and white. And yeah, it's, yes, it's very stylized and it's cool presentation. It's, it's, it's interesting. I don't want to, I don't want to really want to give it away. Um, but that's, give it away, that's give it away now. Uh, but in the other game I got to play a little this week is um, my son's been playing Hollow Knight, mm-hmm. and Hollow Knight's uh, another one of those games where I love the atmosphere. It's easy mm-hmm. to get lost in that game. Um, I so I picked it back up, and I remembered I stopped because I got to this point where. I'm fighting these this specific enemy in this room, and the the problem there was you're fighting one enemy, and he's he's very large, and you start fighting him, and as you start whittling him down, another one pops up. Oh, and the thing is, there are five corpses or six corpses in the room, and as soon as you kill one, another one's going to pop back up. So mm. you're never not going to have two at the same time until you've whittled them down. Yeah. So I I remember just getting super frustrated with that. It was a hard game. It, that was one of my favorite games a couple of years ago, though. But I, I picked it back up, just kind of left that area, started exploring again. And it's 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 fun sitting there with him. Um, like, even today we were sitting there, and he's like, oh, I found this. And then he showed me where that was. And then a little bit later, he's like, oh, how'd you get there? And, you know, we'd go yeah. back and forth showing each other different paths and different uh, different little secrets. Um, that is cool. And I, I love I love Metroidvanias, and this one definitely leans a little bit heavier toward that Metroid side yeah. where it's, you know, that bleak kind of isolated feel. It's that, like, semi... I won't... Not really horror, but, you know, that, that really isolated desolate feel that yeah. you're you're just the only one left in this uh in this world i mean you come across very few other um beings they're all bugs uh but you you all you come across very few other bugs that you know sell you little items here and there but for the most part it's all enemies um its atmosphere was was second to none yeah and it's I did, like I, I didn't like the map if the map had been more um usable it's like bottle caps or pins or something that you put down if i remember right well not only that is and those those can be helpful but the fact that you that game for those who don't know that you use these things called charms and you get a certain number of notches and you start off with a few and then as you go through you can find more little notches um and the different charms give you different abilities mm-hmm. to maybe swing your sword faster. Maybe uh, you do more damage. Maybe you take less damage. Maybe you gain um, what's called soul when you take damage, which soul is um, used to either heal yourself or do little special attacks, special abilities. Um, but there is a charm that is specifically for... Um, where you can find yourself on the map. 
Gotcha. And if if you want to be able to see yourself on the map when you pull it up, you have to have that charm on I, there. I should have gotten there. And yeah, yeah might have, you're not you're not about that semi charm kind of life. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> but it, it's annoying that you have to waste a space or even because you can only equip those charms when you're sitting at a save point too. Mm. So it's not like you're standing there off to the side and you're like, well, I need to find out where the nearest save point is. Let me just exchange what I'm using right now for that waypoint shard and, uh, or charm and find where I am. It's, it's not that simple. You've either, you've got to know the map, um, or just waste a, waste a slot with that, with that, having that charm in there. Right. Um, but I mean, yeah, all in all it's, I love it. I love the atmosphere. Um, and just going through it now, there's, there's a lot of things I didn't, I didn't have. There were a lot of things I did and I've, I'd noticed, you know, my map was almost fully completed. I, there were a few places that I wasn't able to get to that now I am, but, um, just going through that game and like you're saying, it's, it's atmosphere second to none. It's it's just a good ass game. Good job, Brent. You might uh, fuck around and actually beat that game. That's the first person like, ever. Yeah, you're like yeah. You, you. I'm waiting for you. Like I was like, yeah, I'm just fucking around and then, holy shit, I beat the game. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what's gonna happen. I thought it was never gonna end. <laughs> well, I mean, very early on, it it if you can reach a point in the game where it shows you where your main enemies are and where the uh, where the big bad boss is, so. Um, there's, there's like three you have to take out. And if you take them out, then you go fight the big baddie. And of course the, uh, the version that I'm playing on switch, uh, actually has all the DLC in there. So there's still, um, more content that I can go back and play as well. Cool. So I mean, let me tell you about a game that with a memorable ending is far cry four where, oh. where he, he tells you just wait there and you just wait there and you beat the game. It's the first 10 minutes of the game. <laughs> Yeah, really? yeah, and you lock an ending, and that's it. You he's can like, beat, just wait. You can beat it that way. Yep. He's you like, didn't know that? There. No, yeah, that's he, crazy. He tells you to wait there, and you get the natural instinct, like fuck that. I'm gonna go in there and start fucking shit up. You, yeah. you literally just wait there. It, the game ends, and you get that ending. That's awesome. First ten minutes. I still remember it to this day. That's awesome. <laughs> Very cool. But that's that's it. That's that's been my games played. Brands games played. Uh, you guys have anything else you want to mention before we wrap up? No, just uh, watch more anime. <laughs> Always watch more anime, huh? Mm-hmm. Uh, you can catch this uh, recording, this podcast on YouTube. Uh, we were actually streaming on YouTube. We're streaming on Twitch. Uh, the you can listen to the audio bits of the podcast wherever your favorite RSS feed is retrieved from <laughs> we had an outro for so long and now we don't need it and i don't, I don't even know how to finish i don't even know how to finish it up uh i guess uh leave us a five star review on itunes and tell your friends to follow us on twitch we have 17 twitch followers and we need 50 for twitch affiliation yeah. and we fit we've gotten most of the other qualifications so if we can get there we'll be we'll be all right so close we are uh, yeah. Only, <laughs> only twenty nine more, but we're already twenty one deep. So, 
if everybody tells uh, two friends of our 21, we'll get there very quickly. Sounds like a pyramid scheme, sir. It basically is, and I don't even know what Twitch affiliation is. It's just make the numbers go higher, I guess. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the thing is, it's trying to keep fucking keep it going is the the biggest thing. Yeah. It's all a numbers game. That's it. Cesar just got extra bright. Yep. All right, all right guys. Uh, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. See you.